So we're going to learn about Shemitah, the various different elements in Shemitah. Shemitah of Karka, Shemitah of Ksofim, Shemitah of money. And uh, we're also going to gain a new understanding in the final two Mishnas of Mesechta Shvius. Mishnai is Mesechta Shvius. We're learning the Lunishmas, Reb Yosef ben Yamin, ben Rebbenasha Kaltman. By the mitzvah from Shvius Sa'aretz in Shvius Zogder Rambam. So you have a mitzvah of Shvius Sa'aretz, which means that to not engage in agricultural work during the seventh year, the year of Shvius. The Rambam says, Mitzvah Sa'aretz, Lishbeis Mevei Sa'aretz, it's a mitzvah say to rest, to seize from working the land, and working with the trees, in the seventh year, like the Pasuk says, which is from this week's parsha, the, the land should rest, uh, a, a resting year for Hashem. There's another Pasuk, this is a Parsha's Kisisa, you should rest or you should seize from uh, uh, plowing and harvesting. Is you doing them the chakira? There's a famous discussion, a famous debate on this uh, mitzvah. See, the mitzvah is as the earth zol shevizayin. Is the mitzvah that the earth, that the land, should not be worked? This is mashma from lashon aksuvim parshoseinu v'shav soha oretz shabbos laHashem shabbos shabbos and yiyel laOretz shnas shabbos and yiyel laOretz. Is it a mitzvah on the earth? as these tzukim imply that it's about the Oretz, that the Oretz should rest, it should be a shnash shabosoin for the Oretz, for the land. Um vi Rambam zoktin an ander arten, and the wording of the Rambam in another place. This is in the, the list of mitzvahs that the Rambam writes as he introduces the halachis of Shemitah v'yoyvul, as the mitzvah is shetish beisho Oretz v'shviz m'malachto, that the earth should rest from its work on shviz, Obviously, it means the person should not work the land. But is, is the mitzvah on the land? That the land should not be worked? Or the mitzvah is, as their men Or is the mitzvah on the person that he, the person, should rest from working? And here too, there's a Pasik that supports this side of the debate. You, the person, should rest from Plowing or harvesting. Like the Ramam that we brought from the beginning of Hilcha Shmita in the beginning of the Sikha here, to rest, may Avedas Aretz from working the land, Avedas Silon working the trees, with the trees. So both in the wording of the Rambam and in the Psukim that speak about Shmita, there's, there's different implications. And therefore there's a Chakira, which is it? Is the mitzvah on the Aretz? Or is the mitzvah on the person? But again, it's the lavin, vazayin and doin them, with the lavin, the prohibitions that are connected to shviz. For example, sod sizra, you should not plant your field, you shouldn't work with your vineyard. It's pasha does the isa, leisa says, not often gavin. It's obvious that the leisa says on the person. That the person should not do any work in the field. The leisa is on the person. You can't give a, put a leisa on, 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 on a piece of land. But the mitzvah say of shvisas ha'oretz is it on the oretz or is it on the person? What's the difference halachically? What is the practical application if you say shvisas the mitzvah is on the oretz or on the person? If the mitzvah is that the karka belonging to a yid has to be has to rest cannot do cannot have malacha done with it. 
is the arbit in sein karka. And it doesn't matter who would be negating the, the, the rest, who is doing the work. Even if a goy, a, 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 a person who is not obligated in the mitzvah of, of, of Shemitah, works on his field, is the bala karka over after The owner will still transgress this mitzvah say of Shvisa Saaretz because work has been done on his land. A barber does his achevas gavra is b'shas agoy ba'arba tifel. Does it over? But if you're going to say that the, uh, the the prohibition is on the individual person, then if a goy comes in and works his land, there's no problem as long as the person himself is not doing the, is not doing the work. So that's the chakira that we have. Is the iser is the mitzvah shvisa saaretz that the aretz should not have work done, or is the mitzvah on the person that he should not do work? In Sif Beis, we're going to bring another Chakira that is very similar in its nature to this one, and we're going to try later to compare the two. There is another argument or debate with regards to another mitzvah that's related to Shvius. The mitzvah is The fruits of Shvius, the fruits that are the produce that uh, grows during Shviyas, you shall release it and you shall abandon it. In other words, a person is not allowed to do anything with the, the peris that grew in Shviyas. So the Chikira is, See the mitzvah for Shemitah Saperis is as dos was the ergit arois b'shviyas darf der balabayis mashmit mafkir zayin. The fruits that grow on Shviyas. Does the balabayis, does the owner of the field have to uh, uh, proactively drop release the fruit, meaning to say, make them hefker, render them ownerless. As the Ramam says, we were commanded to make hefker, to render ownerless anything that grows. Or as the Ramam says in Mishnah Teira, to release, to drop anything that the, that the land produces in Shviyas. That's one way. I have a mitzvah, if I'm a, a, a field owner, I have a mitzvah to specifically take the fruit or the produce that grows and make it hefker. Other, another way of looking at it is the Shemitah is in an oifen for Afkaito de Malka. Afkaito de Malka means dispossession by the king. Uh, similar to a law we have here called eminent domain. That the king is able to dispossess someone from their possessions. In this case, the king is the tater. The tater takes away the, the fruit from the ownership of the person. And the balabais does nothing. The balabais doesn't have to do anything. Because the tater does it. The tater makes the fruit hafker automatically. And therefore, the, the, the fruit is hafker. The fruit is ownerless. But the balabais doesn't have to do anything. Now, again, what would be the practical application if you say Afkaita de Malka, or if you say that the person has a chiyuv, an obligation to make it hefker? There'll be two differences. The second one will be will be refuted later. But let's do the first one first. But the pastors is in fal. The difference would be in a case when it is a befeirish nitmafker, when the person does something to explicitly not make his fruit ownerless. For example, Geider Sadeyu, he puts a fence up around, or he locks the fence around his field. Vinoyel Karmoy, he locks the vineyard. 
Now, in the Horus, he says that if a person does nothing, then it would be Hefker anyway. Because the Torah says it has to be Hefker. So it's, it, it's, it, it would become Hefker, even if he didn't say anything. Even though he does have a mitzvah, according to this side of the Chikira, to make it Hefker. But what happens if the person, not only did he not do anything, but he said, I am not being Mafkirit. I want it, it's mine, I'm keeping it. So if we're waiting for the person to be, to make it hefker, to make it ownerless, is even though he's being he's transgressing a mitzvah, which is because the Torah commanded him to make it ownerless. But nevertheless, another person can come and take those fruits. And if he does, he would be transgressing the prohibition of stealing because the, the, the fruit still belonged to the person. Because since he said, I'm not being mafkirit, and it's up to him to make it after. So, so you, you can't take it. You can't take those fruit until he goes and he says, uh, um, uh, until he goes to make it hefker, or as he says here in the Sikha, uh, 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 even if he doesn't say anything, it's okay. But if he specifically says, I'm not being mafkirit, then it's still his. But if it's being done, if he's being dispossessed by the king, by the Torah, then even if he's screaming and shouting, it's mine, and it goes and it's against his will, it's not up to him. The fruit don't belong to him, and the and the other people can come and take it. There's another nafkamina that is brought, another practical application that is brought to. To, to explain the difference between these two approaches in the debate. We know that in the year of Shemitah, the Pedas Shavias are Potter from Miser, which means a person is allowed to take for themselves the fruits of Shavias, but they don't have to give Miser from it. Nor does the owner of the field have to give Miser. Why? Because the Pedas are Hefker. The Pedas don't belong to him. If we say that the person has to make them hefker, then if the person explicitly is not mafkir his paytas, he's keeping them they're his, then he, he would have to give maizer. The whole reason why he's putter from maizer is because it's, 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 it's hefker. Then if it's not hefker, he has to give maizer. But if you would say that the reason they're hefker is because the tater uh, 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 made them hefker, he's moving as I need mafker as I ended garnet. So it's understood that his not making it hefker changes nothing in the status of the fruit. And therefore they're ownerless and therefore they're putter from maizer. So another difference that you might suggest is to say whether well in a case where a person is not mafkiris fruit are the chayiv or not meiser. If you say that he has to be mafkirit, and if he wasn't mafkirit, then it's chayiv and meiser. But if you say it's of chay to the malka, then it doesn't matter what he does or what he wants. The fruit are not his, and therefore they're about to meiser. In Sif Gimel is going to refute this last differentiation, and he's going to say. That it could be that the reason that they're potter from Meiser is not because they're Hefker. They're potter from Meiser because the Torah was paid to you from Meiser this year because they're supposed to be Hefker. But once they're supposed to be Hefker, Torah was paid to it from Meiser in every case, even in a case when the person wasn't Mafker. That's what he's going to say. Let's look inside because it's a very, very beautiful uh, 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 refutation.
One might suggest that even if someone does not make his fruit hefker, for specifically keeping them, that as they potter from Isidus, they would still be potter from Isidus, even according to the, to the approach that it's an obligation on the person, and therefore if he wasn't mafkir, it's not hefker, still you might suggest that it's still potter from Isidus. Because we could say, Ados was paid shvius, zainen potter from meisiris mitam hefker. The fact that paid shvius are potter from meiser because it's hefker, it does not their farvals is an hefker bepoil. It does not waiting for it actually to become hefker in order for the fruits to become potter from meiser. Nor mitzadim chiyuf to zay mafkir zain because there's an obligation to be mafkir the fruits. Therefore, the teira lechatchila did not give you the obligation to give meiser because the teira is expecting you to be mafkirit and, and it cannot be yours and he's going to explain this the asbari in them let's explain what, what does this mean what does this mean what's the difference whether you say that the, it's it's potter from maestris because it's hefkir or it's potter from maestris because it has to be hefkir it's supposed to be hefkir so he says like this in the first six years of the seven year cycle there's a difference uh, in which years you're obligated in which maestris in the first and second year, and in the fourth and the fifth year, is the mafrish meiser sheni after truma and after meiser rishin. You are also mafrish meiser sheni. Also separate meiser sheni a second time, which is then taken to Yerushalayim and eaten by the owner in Yerushalayim. And in the third year and the sixth year of the seven year cycle, he's been on Stot Meister Sheni, Mafrish Meister Oni. Instead of the Meister Sheni, we give Meister Oni, we tithe and give it to the poor. What's the reason that the Torah didn't say to do all three in one year? But there's, there's Meister Rishon, Meister Sheni, Meister Oni. Why are we alternating with Meister Sheni, Meister Oni? is only Darf and Gebrin in your Alamaisis. It's too much. It's a lot on a person to have to give Meiser Rishin, then Meiser Shani, and Meiser Oni. So the Torah says, okay, we'll, we'll alternate. Some years you'll give Meiser Shani, some years, some years you'll give Meiser Oni. So now, so if the whole reason why we have to give Meiser, uh, 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 Meisers in different years is because Hashem is trying, Torah is trying to give us a, a break, what happens if a person doesn't give Meiser Shani one year? Does he have to replace it with Meiser Oni? Do you have to say, if, you, if when you're giving Meiser Shani, you don't have to give Meiser Oni. But if you're not giving Meiser Shani, then you should give Meiser Oni. So he says, no. So they gave Meiser Oni. We don't find anywhere, any source in Torah or in Paskim that say that if a person didn't give Meiser Shani one year, when, he, when he's supposed to, he has to give Meiser Oni instead. Once the Torah established the schedule that in year one and two you give Meiser Shani and not Meiser Oni, then the Tvua of that year has no obligation of Meiser Oni. It's not like Meiser becomes, you have to give Meiser all the time. And, you know, if you don't give this, then you can give this. It doesn't work like that. Once the Torah established a schedule, then Meiser Oni is given in year three and in year six, and year one, two, four, and five, there's no Chiv of Meiser Oni, even if he didn't give Meiser Sheni. So let's use the same reasoning and apply it to the fruit that, are, that, are, that, are, that grow in the year of Shvius. 
Vibal, the Tedat Mechayek, when it's a mafkis, and the Tuo Pedis from them, Yor, since Tedat obligated us to make the fruit and produce of this year, Hefker, is the Melin, he taught them Yor, King Chi of Maisvis. So therefore, the Tedat says, there's no obligation for Maisvis this year, because this year you're supposed to do something else with it. This year you're supposed to render the entire thing ownerless. And therefore, Ayyim Lechatchila did not obligate you in Maisvis, a feel of a Mepel that Mafkir given. Even if you didn't fulfill what you were supposed to do, like the person who didn't give Maeser Shani, he st still doesn't change the fact that year, that year one and two, there's no Chiv of Maeser Ani. Year three, year four and five, there's no Chiv of Maeser Ani. Year seven, there's no Chiv of Maeser at all, even when the person didn't actually make them have so that refutes the second, the second application, the second Afkimina, but it still retains the first one, and we still have a Chakira. Is the, are the fruits that are that are grown during Shvius, are they hefker because the person makes them hefker? Or are they hefker because of Afkaita the Malka, the Torah makes them hefker and they become automatically hefker regardless of what the person does and says. So in Sif Dal, we're going to try to resolve this Chakira by bringing in a Medrash about Shvius. We can bring a proof as that it works as the Malka as something that the Torah does from Lashna Medrash from the words of the Medrash. The Pasuk can tell him the strong people, people of great strength, who fulfill his word, who listen to what he says. Says the Medrash, this is referring to who are these gibayim, these heroes, these strong people. This is referring to the people who observe shvius. Why are they called strong? Because he sees his field is ownerless. He sees his trees ownerless. He sees the fences broken open. He sees his fruit being eaten. Nevertheless, he, re he controls his Yetzirah. The Eini Medaber doesn't speak out, doesn't stop it. So we, uh, this is a, 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 a person of great strength. That's what the Medrash says. Now let's look at the wording of the Medrash. He sees, he's watching as his field is Hefker and his trees are Mufkarim. He's Mashma as he with Hefker for Smashma that it's becoming Hefker by itself. Hiding inside of Kaida the Malka because the Torah was Mafkirit. Nitok Tem was Erot Midas Mafkir given. Doesn't say Hifkir Sodeyu, be Hifkir Ilanaisa that he was Mafkirit. He says he's looking out the window and he sees how his field is Hefker. He sees how his field, how his trees are Hefker. Ownerless. It seems to imply that it happened by itself without him. So Lechaira from the words of the Medrash. The way the Vedder says, it seems to imply that how did it happen? It happened through Afkaita the Balka. However, in the next paragraph, he's going to refute this. And he's going to say, truth be told, you might be able to touch ein difficultly, but at least somewhat in the words of the Medrish, that the Medrish is talking about the facts on the ground, not how it happened. So in other words, it's possible that it happened because he because he, he made it hefker, but by the time it comes to to actual shmita and he sees what's going on, he wants to scream and shout and he doesn't, so he's called a gibayde koyach. As the medrash is metarid the matzif from the masad of ilum is The medrash is describing the state of the field in reality in real life. So they mufkeres the field is hefker in ilanes of mufkarim the trees are hefker nidreitin digleg in the mesibah and the medrash is not addressing the cause how it became hefker 
it's possible that even the Medrash holds as is and they became Hefker only because the person made them Hefker. And why does the Medrash focus on the Roya and seeing it? So what's the big deal? He himself did it. So why all of a sudden now is he so frustrated and he has to control his Yetzer? Now he sees it happening. Now it's hard. To say, oh, it's Hefker, it's Hefker, it might be easier. But then to go and look out the window and see people strolling through his field, taking his stuff, that's very difficult. So Labdafka, the Medrash, is taking sides in this debate. Could be the Medrash is just saying that when it actually happens that he sees the situation on the ground, this frightens him. This, and not frightens him, upsets him. And nevertheless, he says nothing. This is because it's a Gibayi but we can't deduce from here necessarily that the Medrash is taking a side in the Chakira, whether it's Afkaita de Malka or whether it's the Balabayis that has to make it Hefka. So we're back to our Chakira. We do not yet have a resolution. We're still wondering, is the Shmitas Karkoi, Shmitas Peiris, in, on, on, uh, in the year of Shemitah, is it become Hefker because the Balabais makes it Hefker? Or does it become Hefker because of Afkaita the Malka, because the Tater dispossesses him of these of this produce? In Sif Hay, we're going to try to answer the question by comparing Shmitas Karkois, Shmitas Pedis, which is in, in this context going to be seen as the same thing, and Shmitas Ksafim, another mitzvah with regards to the, in, to the year of Shmitah, which is the fact that if a person is owed money, then when it comes to the year of Shmitah, there's Shmitas Ksafim, the loan becomes cancelled. We'll discuss what cancelled means. But the loan becomes cancelled and the borrower does not have to pay it back anymore. And we're going to try to compare the Shmitas Karkois and Shmitas Ksafim. Vyash Leymar. Vyash Leymar, Amokar Vechachat Sudadeo Svara. We could bring a source and a proof to the day to the opinion. Ashmitas Karkois is neat of Kaita, the Malkan or Chevas Gavra. The Shmitah of the Karka is not of Kaita, the Malkan, it's not being accomplished through the Tater, by the Tater, but it's the obligation on the person. From them, was meant for a gleich Shmitas Karkois to Shmitas Ksafen, from the fact that in the Gemara, Shmitas Karkois and Shmitas Ksafen are being compared one to the other. And this is the Gemara in Gitan. Vzed Vara Shmitah Shomoit. The Possek says, this is the matter of Shmitah. This is the Halachas of Shmita. Shomoit, that anybody who is, any creditor has to drop the loan. So the Possek says, it says, Shmita Shomoit. Bishtei Shmita Sekasamadabra. The Possek is talking about two elements of Shmita. Acha Shmita's Karka. One is the Shmita of Karka. The Acha Shmita's Ksafim. And what is Shmita's Ksafim? Bizman Sha'at Meshamet Karka. When there is Shmita's Karkois, then Shmita's Ksafim applies. This uh, Gemara, just to give you a little clarity, is, to, is, is talking about the idea of Prusbul. That Hillel was Mesak in Prusbul. So the Gemara asks a question. How could Hillel take something that Tadis says you, 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 that you don't have to pay back the loans? And Hillel made a ticket of a Prusbul where you do have to pay back the loans. So, so the Gemara answers that Hillel is following the opinion of Rebbe. That Rebbe holds that Shmitas Ksafim does not apply Bismanazah. 
It only applies during the time of the Yovel when, when the Bismuthers were standing and then during Shemitah, Shemitah's Karkois was applicable and therefore also Shemitah's Ksafim was applicable. But in the time where Yovel is not Noyig and therefore Shemitah's Karkois are not, are, are, are not in effect, also Shemitah's Ksafim is not in effect. That's been the then came the Chachamim and they said we should still keep Shmita's Ksafim even Bizman Azeb. Came the and said if it's only if it's only uh, a Takanas Chachamim then we can make a Takanas Chachamim of Prusbol to that your person should still pay back the loans because Bezdin is taking control of the loan. So what, what, what we see from here is that the Torah compares Shmita's Karkois to Shmita's Ksafim that they're, de- that they're dependent one on another. When Agama does his nor das Rebbe and das Rabbanon, and even though this is a one opinion, the opinion of Rebbe not Rabbanon, is a brazier plucked in nor of them as Rebbe Zak was manshat b'samet karkam. The argument of Rabbanon over Rebbe is that Rabbanon argue when they say that even b'sman azeh shmitas ksafim is noyik. It's not something that was just b'sman of shmitas karkam. So they're arguing over the res- over the outcome. But even Rabbanon will agree that you can compare in other things Shmita's Karka and Shmita's Ksafim. Because it says, it says two times the word Shmita. And one is for Shmita's Karka, one is for Shmita's Ksafim. So there is a comparison between the two. Even Rabbanon will agree to that. And therefore, we're going to now compare Shmita's Karka and Shmita's Ksafim. In order to do that, we have to first explore the halacha of Shmita's Ksafim. The Mishnah says like this, and this is the, the, the last, second to last Mishnah of Mishnayis Masech Tashviyas, and this is the beginning of Siyo Masech Tashviyas. In other words, Bishviyas over here doesn't mean in the year of Shemitah, it means in the time when Shviyas is Noyig, because the Chayv debts become cancelled at the end of the Shemitah year. So if a person comes to, re- to repay a loan after the year of Shemitah, the Malva, the lender should say, I have released the loan. I've dropped the loan. I, you don't owe me anymore. If the borrower said, nevertheless, I still want to pay, he should accept the money. From the fact that it says the word Dvar, Dvar doesn't just mean the matter of the Shemitah, but it also can mean the word Daber, to, uh, to speak, that Shemitah is something that has to be said, he has to say, Mishamitani. Now, now, if, now let's apply the previous Chakira to here. Is the fact that the person has to say, Mishamitani, is that the main part? Or is it Afkaita the Malka, that the Torah takes away the loans? So he says like this, if Shemitah was Afkaita the Malka, then we would have three problems with the words of the Mishnah. Number one is Nidlat Lashna Mishnah Hamachzir Chayv. First of all, it's calling it a Chayv, a debt. In this case, if the Leva is repaying it, if the if the Teira canceled the loan, then the, the Leva can give him a gift, a thank you, a thank you gift. But it's not a Chayv. Then there's a Lashna Mishamit Ani. I am releasing the loan. Not me, meaning the, meaning the lender. It's not the lender. It's the Teira. Un Pirish Amefarshim from the Un pirusha mefarshim from the leibes zagan afal pikein, and then when the when the leibes says afal pikein, the mefarshim explain as revil lifroya the mechayv he wants to repay the debt. What 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 debt is he repaying? There's no debt. 
Noch mehr. Additionally, he bought that the Taylor Dr. Svisa Mishamad and Vatal Dev. If Taylor says, if Tafkaita the Malka, Taylor says that come Shvis, the life ceases to exist, the debt is 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 gone. It should be against the law for the Leivet to go get, to do something that's against the Teter. Teter says there's no loan. The Leivet says I want to pay the loan. Um to get in the Gelt to pay it back as a debt. Und die Mishnah sagt gar, as nicht nur merkt mit das Leiviton, die Mishnah, and this is the next Mishnah, the, which is the last Mishnah of Shviyas, the Mishnah says that someone who repays a loan in Shviyas, not only is he allowed to do this, if he says, Apple became, nor in the next Mishnah, Ruach Chachamim Neichem Imenu Vishetan Etveta Mishnah, that the Chachamim are pleased with this. Well, how could they be pleased if it was, some, was something that's being done against the Afkaita de Malka of Teda, which Teda cancelled the loan? from the Malim, from the fact that it says Mishamitani, and the fact that it says Chamach Zirchoiv. And the fact that we see that the the loyver is allowed to the the borrower is allowed to repay the loan. So from this we learn Ashmitas Khmashmis is neat in gather from Afkarta the Malka. It's not that it was cancelled by, by by the Torah. As the Khaivat Lagamri Nifkiv in his battle of Derechamela. That the loan is totally and entirely removed or uprooted by the Torah. Nor nor there's two things here. If you notice the word Legamri is 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 highlighted because really there's two outcomes from this fact that it's not of Kaita the Malka. If it was of Kaita the Malka, then first of all, he wouldn't be allowed to pay it. And even if he was, even if he paid it, it would be a gift. The, the, why? Because the Chayv would be Legamri. It would be entirely cancelled. But here we're saying, no. Number one, there is an ob obligation on the person, on the Malva to release the loan. Beis und Beis, as der Gedra Chiyuv is nitzu mafkia umvatul zayin demchayv legamri. That which he says meshametani, he's not entirely canceling the loan. Nor lost up meshamet demchayv, he releases the loan. Er montim nit, he can't demand it lo yigois, he cannot demand it from the person. Alpiza. Now that we says there's a chayvas gavra, very verstandig was the Rambam zokt mitzah say lahashmit hamilve. Bishvis here the word is not hamalve. Here the word is hamilve. The loan. It's a mitzvah to say to release the loan. Bishvis and shmita shenemar bechulu. So was be pashtos is das shayich when der mashmit zayin is achiv even malve. We need to safkai to the malka. You say mitzah say lahashmit. The mitzah on the person to to be mashmit to release the loan only makes sense if it's a mitzvah on the person, not if the tayr is doing it for him automatically. So the lost the lost in the mitzvah say lahashmit makes more sense now. Unloid them, and now going back before the brackets, we said two things. Number one, we said that the that the chayvas gavra on the malve to be mashmit to release the loan. Number two, this release does not cancel the loan. It just means that the malve, the lender, is not going to demand it. From the loyve, from the borrower, but the 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 halva, the, the loan still exists. It's still out there. Lay them is musber, but the Ramam zok. This will help us understand the what the Ramam says. V'tzorich hamal v'loymer lemachzir mishat mashmit aniu kvar niftar tomi many. 
The Malva has to say to the returner, to the person who's returning, who's trying to repay the loan, I'm releasing the loan, and you, be, you are exempted from me. Notice that he's calling him a machzir, a returner, because he's returning something that still exists. In fact, I mean, many, you're potter from me. Omer if the Levis says, nevertheless, there's saying, he said, the Kabbal, I wanted to accept this. He's allowed to accept it because he fulfilled his obligation. The obligation is do not demand the loan, do not collect it. And he didn't demand it. Thus haste. He's going to explain like this. It's not like there's two separate mitzvahs. A mitzvah say to be mashmit, and a mitzvah leisa say not to, not to collect. Not collecting is the, is the description of the being mashmit. How am I mashmit the chayv? By not collecting it. It's defined by the fact that he's fulfilling, do not, do not demand it. It's not a separate prohibition. It's part of the, the fulfillment of the positive mitzvah, of being mashmit, of releasing the loan, is to not collect it. As the lechinuch uses the word lazev, uplazen, leave it alone, to say snitmonen, not demand it. And it's also understood this way from the psukim. All creditors should should uh, release that which they are would be be claiming from their friend. We should not collect it, exact it, pull it out from his friend. What you have by your brother, tash with your decha, your hand should release it. So we see that how do you do the shomit kol by by not demanding it, by not schlepping it away from him. That is how you fulfill it. Now he's going to continue and uh, and to explain this idea that the chayv still exists. It's a very important lekuda because it, that's how we, we that's why we say a machzer chayv b'shvius. The chayv still exists. The fact that the loyve is 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 allowed to return it and ruach hachavu is because we said before that since the whole cancellation of the loan was only mash mitani, only the the malva the lender dropping it. But in, 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 the, in the world, the chayv still exists. The money was taken from person A, it was given to person B, and it belongs to person A. It, the money's in the wrong place. That, 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 that didn't change. So therefore, there's, like we said before, there's two aspects. There's the aspect of the, the leivah say mashmetani, and that when he does that, he, doesn't, he, he just drops the loan, he doesn't cancel the loan. Since the Laigas obligates and forces the Malva, the lender, to, to, to drop, to not demand the, the debt, he's moving. So the Malva, the lender, lost his bond, so to speak, with the Laiva because he's not allowed to demand. The Laiva, therefore, loses his bond with the Malva, he's not obligated to pay back. He brings in the artist that a certain opinions. Uh, uh, if a leiva doesn't doesn't have, if the malva doesn't ask for it, the, even in a, even not in the year of shmita, the leiva doesn't have doesn't have to pay. The leiva pays once the malva asks because the malva opens up this uh, this this connection. He says when he says pay me back, the leiva then pays back. But that's a, a, a huge discussion in the artist. 
and obviously in the Rishonim and the Achreinim that are referenced in the Horus. But the idea is, the relationship of the Malva and the Leva are interdependent. And therefore, if the Malva can't demand it from the Leva, the Leva doesn't have a fiduciary responsibility towards the Malva. I dropped the loan. Ukvarniftar tami many, and you're putter from me. Your 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 literally means exempt, but you're disengaged from me. As the leva vert nifter from zayin shibutzu malva, the leva becomes putter exempt from his obligation to the malva. Over dos is nor bitla shibut in the yachas from geder gavra sufficient malva un leva. This only. Cancels the interpersonal connection between the Malva and the Leva, the, ga- the connection of the Gavra. As blabbed over the Shibud of the the Shibud, the obligation and the belongings and the possessions of the Leva, of the borrower, still exist. Because the Chayv itself wasn't cancelled, the debt wasn't cancelled, just the obligation to pay it became cancelled. In the Horus, he gives an example that if the borrower dies and left nechasim, then then the malva could collect those nechasim from the from from the yershim. Because because the the he doesn't have a mitzvah of loyigos because the, because the the leiva doesn't exist, but but the shibud still remains, and the shibud is on the nechasim on the possessions that were around when the father was alive, and now the father is dead. The shibud is still there. The obligation of the uh, uh, of the, the the connection from the possessions is, is still there. Again, this is a discussion in the Ha'aris, and I don't want to get into it, uh, but I'm giving an example of the fact where you see that even though the leva is not obligated to pay, but the nechasim, the belongings of the leva, remain mishubit. Under far is verstandig, and therefore it's understood. But the das roiva poiskim, according to most of the poiskim, oisid the day chidaf on yireim. There's only one opposing opinion, which is that of the yireim. But other than that, all the opinions agree. Is nitar can get there the mitzvah of an levet to dictate on them chayv to malva. There's no mitzvah on the levet to repay the debt. Ech fired them vider malva at gezak mashbetani. Even before the malva says mashbetani, since. It's the year of Shemitah, and the, uh, the Malva has an obligation, a mitzvah of Lot Therefore, w- uh, the, the Loive has no Bechiv to pay back. And nevertheless, he's, re- he's, re- he's referred to as repaying the debt. Because even though the Loive is exempt from repaying the, the, the loan, is the loan still exists. And it nifke givaren. The debt wasn't cancelled. In other words, when the leva, when the borrower borrowed, is a fatel from zayin nechasim b'schum da'alva, is on a certain amount of his possessions in the value of the loan. Chol me ein bailus from malva. There is almost an ownership of the of the lender on that on those possessions. That doesn't change in the year of shmita. And you can't say that, that it's true that he doesn't owe it to him, but nevertheless, it's a mitzvah to pay it back. Beyond the first learned the in the Mishnah, as some of us from learned Pshat in the Mishnah, we said before, only the, the Yerdeim holds that you, the Leva has a mitzvah to pay back the debt. So to say, Priyas Balchayv Mitzvah was held as his Dachiyu of the Leva up to Malva. 
So to say that it's Priyas Balchayv Mitzvah, it's a Das Yachid. The Eid, Eisa Mitzvah from Priyas Balchayv, I feel like the Deas is not made in it's like a Chi of Mamish. If, if it's a mitzvah to repay the debt, then it's a chiv, it's an obligation. We need no ruach hachamim neichamimenu. It's not just ruach hachamim that hachamim are pleased with him. If it's a chiv, if it's a mitzvah, then he has to do it. It's more than just the, the, just causing pleasure to the hachamim. So since we, we, we say ruach hachamim neichamimenu, so it's, there's no inyan of priyas bal mitzvah. So what's pshat ha-machzer Not that he's doing it because it's priyas bal mitzvah, but that the chiv still exists. How does the chiv still exist? Because even though the, because even though the Malbus is Meshamatani, it was not Afkaita the Malka, so it wasn't cancelled entirely. The, the Malva just drops the loan by not collecting it, by not demanding it, but the loan still exists. The money is still in the wrong place, so to speak, and the and the Nechasim, the possessions of the Leva, are Meshubah to the Malva. So the way we learn from here comes out is 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 understood that that Shmitas Ksafim is not Afkaita the Malka. Shmitas Ksafim is a Chayvas Gavra, and that's why that, that's how the Mishnah makes sense. That's why that he's repaying it because the Chayv still exists. If it was Afkaita the Malka, the Chayv wouldn't exist in the first place. And therefore, at least with regards to Shmitas Ksafim, we have a seemingly a resolution to the Chakira. Now, as we started in this Eve, to compare Shmitas Karkois to Shmitas Ksafim, let's see if we can now compare this the Shmitas Ksafim to Shmitas Karkois. Al now. Following this Svara in the meaning for Shmitas Ksafim, is Mistabar Azal Karkois. The same thing could apply to Shmitas Karkois. Shmitas Karkois, so we're referring to the to the Pedis. But in the Zelber Gedder for Shmita, Bishana Ashviyas, is side by Karkois, and side by Ksafim. The same definition, however you define Shmita by, by Karka, you can by, by Ksafim, you can, you can define it by Karka. Especially since we said earlier, it says, It says two times Shmita, one for Shmita's Karkois, and one for Shmita's Ksafim. So we see that the two are, are being, are being uh, uh, grouped together in, this, in, the, in the same Pasik, because there's a, they could be Compared, whom we the Rambam break us up and say for the mitzvahs, but the mitzvahs say for shmitas ksafim. And as the Rambam says, the loshna tisefta v'shtei shmitas akasuf medaber. The tisefta says that there's two shmitas, achas shmitas karkois, achas shmitas ksafim. One is shmitas karkois and one is shmitas ksafim. So after being grouped together, then they're certainly they can certainly be compared. But v'zed vara shmita meant kipsute. So what does it mean? That vara shmita means literally a dosva says mefaris vaiter the mitzvah shmita. Is mitzvah shmita. The word varash mita on the one hand means literally this is the matter, this is the discussion, these are the details of shmita. Does haste as is a mitzvah to even gavra to dabrin mafkas and felt. And with zed varash mita can mean two things: dvar the matter of and zed dvar the word of. That how is a person do shmita through daber, through speaking, through saying out mishamitani or I'm being mafkir this field. So this resolves our second Chakira. The second Chakira with regards to Vashvish, Tishmetano, and Atashta. Is it Chayvaz Gavra or is it, or is it Avkaita de Malka? And once we are able to compare, once we know that we're supposed to compare Shmitas Karkois and Shmitas Ksafim, by Shmitas Ksafim we said it's not Avkaita de Malka, it's Chayvaz Gavra. So also by Shmitas Karkois we can also say Chayvaz uh, that it's a chayvas gavra and not afkaita the malka. The chilik is nor. 
There would be one difference. That because the mitzvah is not to cancel the debt, but to drop the debt, to not collect it, not to not demand it better. So therefore we see from this that, like we said, explained at length in the previous if that the chayv still exists. You can't collect, you can't demand it, but but it still exists. You should release it and abandon it. You should leave it, you should leave go of it entirely. They become totally hefker, totally ownerless, and the person has no connection to it whatsoever. So there is a difference between Karka and Ksafim. Now Ksafim, the, the loan still exists, and by, by, by Karka, there's absolutely no connection from the owner to the, to the producer, to the fruit. But in, in how it happens, we can totally compare Karka and Ksafim. And Lecheda, according to this, I, I, it doesn't say it clearly in the Sicha, but Lecheda, according to this, we can say that the same thing would apply to the original Chakira that we mentioned in the, in the, in the first one of the Sicha. Is it a Chiyuv on the Oretz? Or is it a chiyuv on the person? The chayv is a chayv as And if it's not a chayv the malka, then the chayv is gavra. Even though, in my in my mind, I I, I I can entertain reasons that you could still say that it's mitzvah is on shvisa saharetz and not on the person. But the chayv and the fact that the rebbe compares the first chakira to the second chakira, then in, if in the second chakira we're saying that it's chayv as then the chayv also in the first one we could say that it's chayv as That the chiyuv is on the person lishboys. And not so much on the Oretz, Shatish Beis Oretz. So this resolves uh, the, the, uh, uh, the, the discussion that we had, the first half uh, of the two Chakiris that we had with regards to Shmitas Karkois, by, and we compared it to Shmitas Ksafim, and we said that it is a Chevas Gavra to say Mafkirani, to say Mishamitani, um, uh, and uh, and that's how it happens, and it's not of Kaita the Malka, it's not something that happens automatically from, through the power of Taylor. Now we're going to continue, now that we understand this unique element of, 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 of Hashmatas Ksafim, that on the one hand, the, the person is being mashmit the Chayv, but on the other hand, the Chayv still exists, we'll now understand the, 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 the Mishnah and the rest of the, the Mishnah till the end of Masech Tashviz. We can use this to also understand the continuation of the Mishnah at the end of Shviz. There's the three stanzas in, in this last Mishnah. The first is a that if a person repays his debt, the Chachamim are pleased. Then it says, Someone who borrows money from a, a, a Ger, whose children became Gadim with him. Meaning, say they weren't born after he was already a Ger, which then they're, his, then they're considered his children, halachically. But they were born before he became a Ger. So halachically, they're not considered his children with regards to Yerusha or stuff like that. So, so then the, the Ger passed away. Then he does not have to return the Chayv to his children because the, a, a Ger that is considered as someone who has no relatives. And therefore, again, referring to children that, that were born before he became a Ger, he does not have to repay the Chayv. But if he does re repay the debt, he gives meaning, say he paid it off to the children. Chacham are pleased with him. Then there's a third stanza of the Mishnah. If a person is acquiring metaltlin, movable objects, 
So even if he paid for it, it's still not considered a Kenyan. It's still not considered that it was transferred to his ownership, to his possession, until he does Meshicha, until he pulls it towards him. Which means to say that if a person does a verbal business deal, says, I'm going to sell you this, I'm going to buy this, sell this to you or buy this from you, etc., then there's no Kenyan and there's no obligation one to the other. But a person who, who fulfills his word, who fulfills his verbal obligation, even though he's not obligated to do so, the connection between the two later stanzas to the first is it's not just because these are three things that are pleased with a person who's doing something that he's not obligated to do and does it anyways and this causes pleasure to the Chachamim they're also similar in the reason why the Chachamim are pleased with him just like by the by the by the shvius, there's no obligation from person to person to repay the debt, like we said before at length. There's only a shibut of the chavtsa. The loan was unpaid, and it is the possessions of the loyva that are that are mishubud that are owned or 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 connected to the bound to the Malva. That's why there's no obligation for him to pay. It's only something that pleases the Chachamim. There's no Shibud. The, 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 the borrower from a person who borrowed from the Ger. He's not Meshubah to the Ger because the Ger is dead. He's not Meshubah to the children of the Ger. Because they're, they're, they're not related. Nor is there any obligation from the Meichet to the Lekeach because there was no Kenyan. Nor plays a Shibut What remains? What remains is the fact that money was borrowed and wasn't paid back. And that, and that an agreement was made that isn't being kept. So that's only a Shibut of the Chavtse. The people are not players here. Only the, the, the event that occurred is still there. And therefore also by these two things, it's not something that there's a chiyuv. It's just a ruach We're going to explain soon why. Why do chacham care? If the, if, if the children of the ger are not, are not related and, and, and there's no one to pay to, why do chacham even, even have pleasure from this? That we'll get to in a moment. But first we're establishing the fact that there's a comparison in all three cases where the two people involved are not involved anymore with each other for various reasons, for respective reasons. But nevertheless, there is still a chavsa. There's still an event or an object. It's not really an object. There's still something that happened here that, 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 that remains bound to the situation. And then when that is resolved, But now we have to take this to the next level. Not only is this a case of Shibut, are the all three cases of Shibut Chefz and not Shibut Gavre. And therefore, late in Klalas, they say that Abbavis in Mishnah, according to the rule, that when there's a series of cases in a Mishnah, they're, they're, they're organized in a, not just this, but also this, which means to say that the second one and then the third one will always be a greater chiddush than the one preceding it. Darf Menzogin, as it I found in their Mishnah, that I know is kishtel tazei, as in yet they're vited dikebava. Is the chiddush in the minyan for no chamnei chamimenu legabed efriy dikebava? 
then it must be that also in this Mishnah, these three cases are, are organized in a way that the new, that each, each new case is a greater Chiddush than the, than the one before it. And we have to explain that. What is the, why is the case of the Ger, a greater a greater Chiddush than a Machzachayv B'Shviyas? And why is Kala Makayim Mizdvarei a greater Chiddush than the Levim and Ager? So we first have to ask a couple of questions in the Mishnah. In the state of the Mishnah, so the had it just said the words that if someone borrows from a ger, if he repays it to the children, the Chavim are pleased. Without saying do not, he's not obligated to return it to the children. understood that it's not an obligation. Why did it have to say out in the Dritter Bava? Now when you come to the third case, so the first thing he says is that anything that's a movable object is acquired through, through moving it, through pulling it. And anybody who fulfills his, his verbal uh, 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 promise, this also pleases the Chachamim. The Mepharshim asks this question. The goal of the Mishnah is to express the greatness of someone who, is, who, is, who fulfills his word. Because this is not the place to discuss transactions. Dinim of Kenyan is not here. There's other places where, where other Mishnahis where they discuss the Dinim of Kenyan. Only the Chisa. And is not just by acquiring metaltalin. Anytime a person fulfills his word, the person says, I'll see you in Shul tomorrow. And, 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 and you fulfill your word. So how does this introduction, that metaltalin is acquired through Meshicha, how is that introduction, uh, 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 how does it belong here? What is, what, 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 how does it fit in here? There be so now we have, now we'll understand. So now to explain this, we have to understand this. We want to explain the mission. The, the basic meaning, the simple meaning is Chachamim like him for what he did, and it is upright in their eyes what he accomplished. It's not just because there is a a a, 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 a ulterior. A, 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 a side thing being fulfilled, or there is nit over, or he's not transgressing a side thing. Like, for example, we're going to see by the ger that we're afraid that if, a, if the person doesn't repay the loan to the, to the children, the children are going to leave Yiddishkat. They're going to say a religion that, that, that causes us to lose our father's money. We want to be part of it. So, you, we, so if you're repaying the loan in that case, it's not because the loan has to be repaid, it's because we're, we, we don't want to lose the children. So, but if say it must mean that it's not because of an outside of, of an of an outer uh, uh, benefit. means that he's accomplishing something positive within this very situation. For and, and so let's apply that to this case of the loan uh, in Shvius. It's because he's doing something good. Although he's not obligated to do so. The advantage of, of his actions affects the very loan. It's not that there's an, uh, an, an outside result because then people will continue to lend money or other. 
outside gains, the very loan itself is gaining from this from this repayment, which is why And to explain what we what do we mean by this? What does it mean that the loan itself is gaining? So it says like this: pull a salva, When you have a, a, a loan, or for that matter, a transaction, is zusammengestelltfun is made up of three components: the malve, base loive, and gimel the geld. You have a malva, a lender. You have a loiva, a borrower. Then you have the money that creates a connection between the borrower and the lender. So there's three components here. When a person repays a loan that was that seemingly was cancelled because of shvius, is the The chachamim are pleased in, with regards to all three components of this loan. The malva versus mekabel Number one, they're they're, they're happy about the malva. Since he did a mitzvah, he lent he lent money. The ruach chachamim is happy. The are pleased that the malbe should not should not have any financial losses because of his mitzvah. He did a mitzvah of lending money. If the guy doesn't pay back, the guy the the, the malva loses money. So the chachamim are happy that the malva. Has no financial loss. The Malva is like a well which he, from which he drank. Means to say he did him a favor. The Ruacham are pleased that the Leva has the decency, has the proper feeling, the decency to repay. He did you a favor, pay him back, even if you're not obligated to do so. This is in addition to the benefit for the Leva himself. That if the Leva ever needs to borrow again, he'll be able to go back to him. If the Leva didn't repay his loan, even, if, even though he wasn't obligated to do so, he's going to have a hard time borrowing again from this person. So we have the, the, the benefit for the Malva, that he didn't lose any money. But the benefit for the Leva, that he's a mensch. That he's repaying his loan, and that he can, if he has to, borrow again. There's also the third component, the, the loan itself. Since there was a, a obligation that remained, even though the leva doesn't have, as a person, doesn't have an obligation, but the money has an obligation. To use other words, words that are that, that are not really in the sicha, but. Just to, to explain this concept, everything has to fall into place. You know, it says uh, it says in the in the Gemara, "Bas plani Things belong in certain places. When the malva lent the money to the leiva, the money really belongs to the malva. The the leiva now doesn't have to give it back. The malva can't collect it, but the money is in the wrong place. The money is not where it should be. So well, what happens is when a person pays back, repays his loan then the money goes to the right place. It, be- it inherently belongs to the Malva. It belongs in the possession of the Malva. And therefore, as long as it doesn't pay the Chayv, not only is the Malva and the Leva losing out, but the money is in the wrong place. This Shibud is unfinished. And therefore, when the, when the money ends up in the right place, Ruach this pleases the Chacham. So that's the first part of the Mishnah, that that Amach Zechayv B'Shviyas, there's there, there's a, a benefit to the malva. There's a benefit to the leiva. There's a benefit to the loan itself. In all in all three details. Siftes. In the tzvetin fall, leiva min agershin is gadu banov 
which says that if the person borrows from a ger, he should not, does not have to return it to the children. And if he did, the chachamim are pleased. It's not just like we said before, not just for side reasons, as on the Zion, that the children should not return to their previous ways. Also here, there is a gain with regards to the loan itself, as a benefit with regards to the loan itself. Here, we don't have three components. We only have two components. The Malva is dead. The Malva is gone. And the, and, and the Yershim, he doesn't have Yershim. The Banav are not Yershim. So there is, no, there is no lender here. So we have a borrower and we have the debt. So there's two components. Since the Leva received a benefit, a favor from the Ger. And borrowed money with the intent of repaying. Even though he doesn't have to pay because the ger passed away. So there is an obligation to him. It's not an obligation, but the chayv, there's still some level of decency that, that, that he should give it back. That his plan was to return it, so he should return it. Also, if you look at it from the perspective of the debt itself, there's no lender with, to whom to repay the debt. But the shibud, the obligation on the possession of the possessions of the loiva in the value of the loan, it's as if it doesn't belong to the loiva. Like we said before, there's a bylus. There's a there's almost an ownership to the malva of uh, uh, on it, which means the loiva is lacking some level of ownership. My butle, what 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 cancelled that? The fact that there's still a shibud from the nichsei haloiva from the borrower's possessions. We don't know to who it is yet because the Malva is not here anymore and it doesn't have any relatives. But the, that Shibut still exists. Nothing cancelled out that Shibut. So from the perspective of the Leiva who committed to pay, and from the perspective of the of the of the loan, which wasn't repaid, there is there, there is unfinished business here. The question is to whom to pay. The only people that have some sort of connection here are the children. So the Achzul Lesudam, so that way they shouldn't leave and go back to their wayward ways. Is Yachzul Abanov the only person, people to return it to is the children. Not because it's owed to them, but because they're the closest thing to, 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 to someone that, that has connection to the money. Therefore, the Chacham are pleased that, that, that the, two, the two elements, the two components, the Loiva and the Loiva is doing what he's supposed to, the debt is going to where it's supposed to, and those two details, but here there's no Ruach Chacham with regards to the Malva. You can't say any benefit is going to the Malva. Because the Ger, who was the lender, died. The children don't inherit the, the definition of Malva. They're not called lenders. We're giving it to them because they're the closest thing to the money. But they're not lenders. So there is no lender here. So you can't say with regards to the Malva because there is no Malva. So we say with regards to the Loiva, with regards to the loan. When they meet this movement, this answers the question why 
why the Torah, why the Mishnah says lo yachas al banim. Chachas is moving from them as hechzir. Is naruach chacham necham and even though self understood, if you did repay it, then the chacham are pleased. Obviously, means he's not obligated to do so. So the reason why the Mishnah says it is bichdei to mad gizain as their loyve midbonov of the hot kishaychesnit to emphasize the fact that the borrower and the children of the lender have no connection. There's no shibud gavra. In the, in the words of the earlier in the Sikha. There's only a Shibut Chavtza from the loan, but there's no Shibut Gavra between the loiva, the borrower, and the children of the lender. Nit nor midina. Nit vazezayna nit begeder malve under loiva hatuzekin Shibut nit. Not only minadin, that they're not considered lenders, and therefore the loiva has no Shibut to them, but even there is no connection between the two. The only reason why they're returning it is because of the loyve, or because of the chefza of the alone, not because of the malve. And therefore he says, There's no shibud to the malve. There's a shibud of the nechassim, but not to the malve. There's no shibud gavra, only shibud chefza. Now we understand the chiddush of the second case of the Mishnah, the person who borrowed from the ger, the gabay dem ersten fal hamach zechay b'shvius. In comparison to the first case, but that achleizu avzu. Then even for ruach ham lechem and who is need nor when the teifun zaymaisa is an aladrai pratim. The advantage of what he's doing is not just the chavim are pleased. Not only when the good of his action affects all three components by a like by the by the returning the loan on shvius, where there's a loyva, there's a malva, and there's a chayv. Even if the goodness of his act is only affecting the two components, the loyva and the chavza, even there not only in the case of three benefits, even if it's only a case of two benefits, chacham are still pleased that the loan is being repaid. Now let's go to the third and final uh, case in the Mishnah, Sif Yud. The fact that Chaum are pleased is not only for a side reason because the person is, is being honest, because the person is fulfilling his words. Also, we're talking about the person that's trying to acquire metaltalin. Also, mitzad des chavtze, the chachamim are pleased that the right thing is being done. But the other two components, the, 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 the buyer and the seller, here it's not a loan, it's a transaction. So there's a buyer and a seller, not a, not a lender and a borrower. But the two people here are not, are, are, there's, no, there's no benefit to them here. In other words, the chachamim are not pleased with regards to the meichah and to the lekech, as we'll see in a moment, they, they, they don't matter here, so to speak. The chachamim are pleased with regards to the chavtze, which in this case is the metatlum. Vibaldo lekech, anit gimach ke meshicha. Since the 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 the, the, the the buyer did not move the object, did not make a kinyan, even if he paid for it, but he didn't make a kinyan, is done talking shit with the mechan lekech v'kena. There's no there's no uh, uh, bond between the buyer and the seller. There's nothing alpitoyer alpi halacha. Halacha did not create any bond between the buyer and the seller. When a person uh, makes a kinyan, the kinyan is what halachically creates the transaction. So if it's a, it could be a Kenyan Agav, it could be a Kenyan, uh, a Kenyan Meshicha, it could be a Kenyan Suder, a Kenyan Suder is a Kenyan Agav. Uh, whatever Kenyan it is, it could be a Kenyan. But if there's no Kenyan, then there's no connection between the two. As a Zulver in Ashaykh, it's a Kenyan, 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 it's a K
durch mekayim dvoroi, if a person fulfills his word, they're not gaining anything. As felt garnered by them lekeach, the lekeach doesn't lose anything. In afalas the lekeach had to be given guilt because of the tzedik. If the lekeach hasn't paid yet, then he didn't spend anything. If he did spend, he's going to get paid back. If the if the kinyan if if they don't follow through, so the meicher for sure doesn't doesn't lose or gain anything. He still has he still has his thing. He still has his object. So if he's mekayim dvaroi, the meicher the lekeach, they they don't gain anything. There's no toiva that's being done to them for them. The metaltlin of haben bakum and ashayches as his blows an inyan b'shayches to parat v'chefzer. But with regards to the chefzer, something happens here. The metaltlin of makum and ashayches sum kene in undurch dem dem dibur von meicher. When the Moicher says, I'm going to sell this to you, then even though he has no shibut to the gavre of the, of the buyer, but the chefze has a shibut. The Moicher created a shibut in the chefze by saying, I'm going to sell this to you. So here it says a bigger chiddush. Not only is it not is it is it a benefit in three in three in three components. Not only is it a benefit in two components. Here it's only a benefit in one component. Only the chefza. The person said, "I'm going to give this to you." So now, now there is, the chefza has a shibut to the lekeach. That's all. Nevertheless, even though there's only only one component of a shibud, if the person's mekayim is dvaray, then rocham uh, And the cheder, this answers the question why it says kalam metaltalin niknin b'meshicha, because he's not talking about stam kalam mekayim dvaray. I'll say I'll see you in shul tomorrow. Nisvengin emretzich. We're talking about a metaltalin where there was where there's a chefza, and the chefza became a shubah to the lekeach through the dibur of the meicher. So we, we want to tell you that even though there was no Kenyan and there's no Shibut Gavra, there still is a Shibut Chefza, and because of the Shibut Chefza, Ruach Achavim Nechei Menu, if he's Mekayim Estvari. Finally, in Sif Yudalef, we're going to go a little bit into the Hasidus Shebedavar of the Sinyan of Shmita. Yudalef. In the Minyan of Shmita, now when we go back to Shmita's Ksafim, we find two incongruous ideas. We find that it's a negative thing. Do not demand the loan. It's in the, it's in the negative. If somebody, if somebody repays the chayv, it's still chacham are pleased with this because, because it's not a mitzvah say where the loan is cancelled. It's a lesa say, do not, do not collect it, do not demand it. But if a person pays, Chacham are happy. All these are in the negative. As the Eretz all nit ba'arbet We find with regards to the mitzvahs of Shemitah, we find that it's a negative. You're not allowed to de- demand the loan back. You're not allowed to work the land, etc., etc. Li'idach. On the other hand, there has to be a positive element here that the person has to actually say it out with his words. 
person has to say the words because it says the word dvar, which we said earlier, also means to talk. Which, according to some opinions, there is a mitzvah to say the words. So even though we're saying that on the one hand it's a, it's a negative mitzvah, do not do this, do not do this. Nevertheless, it expresses itself in a positive action of speaking. The second half of this mishnah, which is the second to last mishnah, says that exile was exiled to a ir uh, uh, the city of refuge. And the people of the city wanted to give him a covet, to give, give him an honor. And he should say, don't honor me, I'm a Rekseach. If they said, we, we know who you are, we know what you did, and we still want to honor you, he should accept it. He says, the Rekseach has to say words, Dvar has to say the words, I'm this is a, a, a warning that we should not accidentally give him covid. Similarly, if a person is being honored for finishing two mesechtes, and in truth he only knows one mesechte, he has a mitzvah to say out, I only know one mesechte. They should not give him honor that, uh, uh, that, that he doesn't deserve unless uh, unless they, they want to. But they have to know wh where he stands. So we see again that there's a positive element here, uh, a, a positive meaning a, a, a positive act that has to be done of proclaiming the truth. How do you explain this? Whether on the one hand, it's a mitzvah, it's a mitzvah of head and shlila, don't do this, don't do this. And on the other hand, it has to be expressed in dibur. The explanation like this, shnas says, the year of Shemitah is the idea of Malchus. You have seven Svidas, Chasad, Gvurat, Veres, Netzach, and Yisrael Malchus. Each year of the Shemitah, of the, the seven-year cycle, is another Svida. And Shvius, which is Shabbos Lashem, is Malchus. When in ears, and the Yon, Malchus contains two components. They're Bitul from Svidas and Malchus, the Gabbat, Yisrael, Shalom, Alam, On the one hand, Malchus is the end of the level above it, it's the, the last level. And therefore, it's in a state of Bitul to all of the levels above it. Uh, be, because uh, they are above it. The other aspect of, of, of Malchus, Sviris Malchus, is Elam Adibur. Sviris Malchus is also the world of Dibur, meaning to say it's the Gilur to the next level. It expresses that, let's say, Malchus Da'atzilus becomes Keser of Bria. It, Malchus Da'atzilus gives birth, so to speak, to Elam Abriya. So on the one hand, it's the end, the lowest, and therefore it's totally bottled to the, all the Dargis of Atzilus above it. On the other hand, it is what expresses Atzilus to the next level. And therefore, Shvita has these two components. The idea that you're not, you're not allowed to do anything. You have to cease doing work, which that's the idea of Malchus. When I say Shmita Sksafim, so too with regards to the Kesev, that, 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 that the loans get cancelled, there is a, 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 a bitl, a, a, a cancellation of everything. And together with that, there's also a mitzvah to speak out and say, So this explains why Shemitah has two components, because Shemitah is Malchus, and Malchus also has two components. It is the end of, it is the lowest level of Atzilis, and it is the Giloy into Biyah. This also explains why the Medrash uses the word 
Mishmaya bekel dvaroi that that which is the words of the pasuk doing his word listening to his word nit kolosh naragel bekegain daisim it's veisav oisei chukaisa bekeyetsubaza val inyan hashmita he's farbunden b'miyuchad medibur that's why oisei dvaroi because shmita is expressly connected with dibur because of the part of the mitzvah shmita is vezet dvar hashmita to say words with medrash and machriach as a zeretzich like in shemir shviyus. And how does the Medrash even figure out that this is talking about Shviyas? Never count Oisei Dvoroi. In this passage, there's Oisei Dvoroi. But never allow him to say Dvara Shmita. And later on, or earlier on, by Shmita, it says that Shmita, Ma Dvar. Just like the Dvar, is so too I say Dvar is also talking about uh, people who observe Shviyas. So again, we see the comparison is coming through the word Dvar. Not just through the word Shemitah Shomait, which you said earlier, that it says to, to uh, that was something else, sorry. But, the, but we're connecting it because of the word Dvar, because of the, and, uh, the, the aspect of Dibur. This makes it so much more Gishmak. The fact that we end off Shviyas with Kolam Akayim is Dvarei, even though it's not talking about Shviyas at all, it's talking about uh, a Kenyan of Metaltalin. Nevertheless, because the whole Inyan of Shviyas is about Dibur, therefore we conclude that Kolam Akayim is Dvarei, someone fulfills his Dibur, and when it comes through the fact that we are in, involved in learning the Lachas of Shviyas, which we know that whenever you involve in something, learn about something, it's as if you actually did it is we hasten the time when the Abishter will be will show his willingness to our land, which refers to the Asu Sashmita that we'll be able to fulfill Shmita. Shafter Shvis Yankiv, Asvas Shviyasa the Besyankiv, you're gonna bring back the captives of Besyankiv. The Abister will give good and our land will be able to give produce. We'll be able to, to be the, 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 the strong people that observe Shviyas. We'll be able to be fulfill Shviyas in Eretz Yisrael and in Shviyas Minatera. Not like today, which some aspects of Shviyas are not Minatera. The card of Mamas from the Abister is Mekayim Zayn Dvorek. In the very spirit of the day, the Abister will fulfill his word. The word of Hashem refers to the cats, the end of Golos. That if we do our part, we learn about Shviyas, then this will hasten the time that we'll be able to fulfill the mitzvah of Shviyas. And that's Israel, when the Abister will bring us Mashiach and the Gula Amitis Vashlema.